they came in the day. But good for them. I come all the time. <laughs> it was daylight when they came. It was strange. Hey, that's, that's by definition, <laughs> that is exactly what the title is. Nightmares normally occur right, in the dark. Night. All right, shut up, you idiot. Welcome to the first episode that you'll hear from Idiot Friends, but it's not the first episode that we recorded, but it's what we wanted to give you first. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but... You'll hear this, and then you'll get to know us in the later episode, like the next one, and how we operate and what we're going to do. But <laughs> what's been up, man? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Just working. Just started school. Oh, well, it's not actual school. It's gunsmithing school. It's, I'm getting associates in science and firearms technology, so it is an accredited school, so go fuck yourself. Mm. Yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> but yeah no uh started that actually yesterday night hence the guns in the back what did you end up picking to build i picked ar-10 but what happened last night was we did our first class and uh they were asking about people who had knowledge in guns so on and so forth and i did my little raise hand thing and a couple of students were like oh well because we went over the curriculum and they're like, oh, we know nothing about piston systems. For those that aren't aware, most ARs are uh, DI, direct imp implication, not the right word, DI. So the gas goes right to the bolt carrier and that's what pushes it back. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> piston systems, the gas hits a piston. You got two types. You got short and long stroke. So yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> so i have two long stroke systems that nice. you do <laughs> uh and a couple of the other students were like hey can you show us the long stroke system <laughs> i tried to get them to just sub subscribe to my only fans which did not work so i had to uh, tear guns apart and by the time i was done it was late and i needed to be up early so they're just sitting there now. Nice. <laughs> but uh, other than that, yeah, just work. I told the FBI today to cool their jets. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we had moving a, on up in the world. Yeah, we had a contractor just dip out, and they were all pissed off that they were still in the disk system, which is the security clearance system. Okay. And. Uh, wanted to know all this information and why he's still in there so on and so forth and why they can't get a hold of him. And I was just like, dude, if you didn't fucking check out with me, I have no idea. Yeah. And they were like asking 20 questions all at once while like, you know how military computers work. They're super fast and oh yeah. Convenient. And so they're asking all these questions and I was just like, hey, cool your jets. Let it That's load. Funny. I will get you the information. So I'm definitely on a watch list now. Oh, 100%. The same day I'm recording this and there's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. weapons in the background and it looks oh, like yeah. I'm in some kind of like militia bunker. with your, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is just my house. <laughs> Going home next week for another funeral. Yeah. Uh, someone very close to me. Uh, yeah. SB knows the story and everything, so won't get into that but all in all with everything going on and everything on my plate uh doing pretty good, well, good. how about you john uh you know no complaints my dad's up here this week he came to to visit before it got too hectic for the holidays so it's been nice being able to see him i haven't seen him in probably over a year so it's been nice just to been hang out and catch up and shoot the shit guess, uh, but, guess the appearance oh no he's I'm put put him to work. He's making some uh, some stuffed shells and meat sauce. So that's what we're gonna have for dinner tonight. All right, I'll yeah. expect mine in the mail. Oh, for sure. We'll put it in. Yeah, he brought some stuffed chickens in from uh, New Orleans, which was delectable, if I must say. 
He's come from New Orleans and he didn't bring any crawfish. Isn't it like the height of crawfish season right now? No, crawfish is during the summer. It's winter now. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, my wife brought home two uh, leopard geckos yesterday. And uh, needless to say, I had to call my dad down to pick them up because I'm not a big fan of them. So you can go fuck yourself. Uh, my kids were like, you're a grown man, dad. Just pick it up. I'm like, you pick it up. Yeah, I don't want yeah, to pick those things up. I'll go pick up spiders and snakes and all this. Just I don't know anything about leopard geckos. But well, apparently they're, they're probably like, less dangerous than spiders and snakes. Uh, yes, but I mean, I've never fooled around with a gecko before, except maybe Geico. Save you 15% or less <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in 15 minutes. But yeah, no. But my dad went hey, down there. Geico, and... sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my dad just went down there and picked it up. And I was like, whatever, man. But I mean, I'll come around eventually. Well, just, apparently you take after your mom. Uh, for sure. <laughs> yep. So that's cool. That's yeah. cool. How's the fam doing? They're good. Oh, am I missing love them? I will. I will. Uh, no, they're good. There's, uh, the boys are in school. Rosie's at home. And uh, we've just been hanging out. She's a trip by herself. She has all these imaginary friends. And she'll talk to them and say that they did shit that they never did before. So that's always fun to hear. I'm sure it makes things exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah 100%. <laughs> it's bananas with it comes out of that girl's mouth. Well, at least she's still young and cute. I spent all weekend with the teenager who doesn't like their get their nails dirty, building a ship. Oh, yeah, no. Rosie's the complete opposite. She's a brain scratcher. I, I highly encourage her burping out loud and farting just to keep the boys at bay, you know. Got to teach them young to be gross and disgusting. She's single? It sounds like my <laughs> kind of girl. Fucking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <I> kill you. <laughs> Which sounds really creepy after just saying I spent all weekend with the teenage girl. Yeah. You're definitely on a watch list. Uh, yeah, uh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. But yeah, no, that was actually it was actually uh, pretty good. It was my birthday weekend, and yeah. uh, Jess, my girlfriend, came over and brought her two little ones. One of them is in LORTC, and one of them's in uh, JROTC. What is that like, Lord of the Rings ROTC or what? It, I guess it's like a lower version of ROTC for younger kids. Mm. So uh, I thought they're just over there, like casting spells like Gandalf, like yeah. Lord of the Ring type shit. <laughs> lightning bolt, lightning bolt, <laughs> lightning bolt. But uh, no, I got volunteered to help build the ship. So that's what I did for my birthday is I helped a would teenager you, build the ship. Bring over like a cake or make you a fancy birthday dinner? Uh, no, I got flowers and a bat, Batman knife. Oh, nice. And like in the shape of a batarang or just a knife? No, yeah, it's a batarang like nice. that has like each wing, like a knife pops out. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've seen those before. Yeah, but uh, did that and then smoked some tri-tip and it was a good weekend. Not bad. It was good. Yeah. But didn't you go see a movie? What was that last weekend that you saw that? Yeah, I guess it was the weekend prior to. Yeah. And you yeah. saw the same movie. What movie yeah, did I didn't. I, did, I didn't. I didn't brave uh, the public and went to an actual theater. I stayed at my house and I streamed it. Uh, but we watched the new uh, Hollywood, not Hollywood, um, Halloween movie, <laughs> made in Hollywood. Um, what was uh, Halloween? Kills. Kills. Yeah, and it sucked. It didn't kill. It was terrible in my and, eyes. I thought it was terrible. And why do you think that? Uh, the plot line of it, like I know that they went back in time and they started going back to the beginnings of how all the stuff started. Uh, it, it was just bouncing around, but I mean, it picked up where it left off in the last movie, so it was just a continuation of uh, the last Halloween movie. And I, I felt like there could it could have been cooler. Uh, I just wasn't a big fan of it. Me being at the house, I, you know, I started doing other things when I started getting bored, so. <laughs> and then they killed him, theoretically. Uh, Apparently, you did not watch the ending, but okay. No. I mean, they shot him and did all the stabbed him a whole bunch of times. But I mean, it just felt it felt cheesy, is what it felt like. I, well, I, I I have to agree with you. <laughs> I uh, I thought it was entertaining. People who like scary movies and gory kills and whatnot, 
Go see it. It's enjoyable. It kills an hour and a half. And you'll be entertained by it. I was entertained by it. Uh, Where I was not entertained by it, being a major cinephile and Halloween and horror movie fan, was the fact that they like redid Michael in a completely new way where now he's staging bodies. Oh yeah. I don't know. Like doesn't fit the same MO of the the past movies where he's just wherever you die, that's where you lay. Yeah. And it's just one of those things that I, I guess they're paying homage or whatever to the other movies that they said, you know, fuck that. It's no longer in the timeline. But now he's staging bodies in the mask that from uh, Season of the Witch. Yeah. Uh, they did a flashback sequence. And it was like, oh, well, if this is coming straight off the original Halloween, where's that fucking teenager that he pegged to the wall with that giant fucking knife? Yeah. Wasn't there. I, I, I hated the subplot of the other guy that escaped with him and no one knew the difference between the two. Cause you got like one, like six foot uh, eight giant guy in coveralls just fucking beating people up. And then you got like the shittiest Danny DeVito. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And everyone's like, Oh, that's Michael Myers. And it's just like, Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Uh, and they start chasing him and it's just like, how are you confusing the two? They brought back the kids from the original one, like Tommy Doyle and so on and so forth. And to me, it was just, I think they were playing too much fan service. Mm. And the other thing that really makes me mad, since they have retcon everything in Halloween, except for the original Halloween and then the 2018 Halloween, which is supposedly Halloween 2 now, uh, they got rid of the fact that Laurie Stroud is the sister. And this is supposed to be a trilogy, mind you. Mm. So you've got Halloween, Halloween Kills, and then Halloween Ends. And the next one, they're, it's supposedly the big, big, big battle between Laurie Stroud and Michael Myers. But they retcon the fact that she's his sister. And they even said in this movie... Oh, he doesn't give a shit about Laurie Stroud. I mean, that's who he's been after the entire time, though. Well, no, he hasn't. Well, in the the one previous, I mean, he he went there, yes, but the cop drove him there. Uh, well, yeah, okay, I'll buy that. So, but now all of a sudden, he doesn't give a shit about Laurie Stroud. He just wants to go home and, for some reason, stare in the window. Because that's what he does, apparently. Um, Why don't these people just move? Well, you know, big bad killer, fucking hot in the town for 40 years, but been locked up for 40 years. So, whatever. Another point of contention. Like, (laughs) oh my God, it's so bad. We all have to, the entire town comes to kill him. And it's like, why? Because he killed three people 40 years ago? Yeah. And everyone's so haunted by it. Like, They're very gruesome. Whatever. <laughs> but anyways, so they've set up this this final part in this trilogy where it's like this final showdown between someone who really wants to kill the other person and someone that's just like, wait, who are you? Yeah. And it's just kind of a letdown. Like, I, they kind of painted themselves in a corner. Yeah, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. It's Maybe, entertaining. Yeah. But maybe we'll get Michael Bay to direct the next one. God, you suck. <laughs> For those listening and not watching, I'm really <sighs> kind of disgust on that one. <clears throat> but no, it. I know. Again, it's entertaining. I enjoyed watching it, but as a true fan of the series, it was very disappointing. And then, did you hear the controversy about the fireman? Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, that everyone's like suddenly freaking out that in the beginning, one of the best scenes in the movie where, uh, spoiler, he comes out of the, the house burning down and just fucking wrecks a shit ton of firemen. Everyone's all of a sudden like, oh my God, we can't show that. That's messed up. Oh, mm-hmm. that's the other thing. 
suddenly has like martial arts capabilities. Hey, man, you learn a lot of stuff in prison for 40 years. All right. He wasn't in prison. He was in a mental institution. Same difference. Okay. You can learn a lot in a mental institution also. Probably could. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was the controversy. Everyone's like, oh, we need to get rid of that scene because he's like killing our heroes. And it's like, are you fucking kidding? It's a movie. Yeah, really? it's not real. Yeah. Mm. So, but yeah, that's my feelings on Halloween Kills. Yeah, mine weren't no. in that in depth because I was in and out watching it because I was not as entertained, nor did I pay $20 to go and watch it. Well, I, I enjoy the movie theater experience where I can sit there and give angry looks at people and <laughs> sneak in a bottle of Jim Beam and pour it into my Sprite while everyone gives me angry looks about how the theater <laughs> smells like whiskey now. So. That's funny. <laughs> but on to today's topic. Creepy pasta. So what is like you uh, suggested we do this? I never heard anything about it. But what it what is creepy pasta, and where did you hear about it from? All right. So uh, we were talking about what to do for a special Halloween episode, supposedly our inaugural episode that we suddenly decided we were going to do. Yep. <laughs> but so what creepy pasta is, and I found this from one of my favorite podcasts, last podcast on the left. It's a bunch of friends, comedians that are obsessed and they do like true crime stories, everything like that. But they do random things where they do creepy pasta, which is they read stories people have written on the Internet. Mm -hmm. Shittily have written on the Internet. And they try to act them out in a way. I said shut up back there or else you'll get the hose again. <laughs> yeah, so they read these shitty stories that people have written and posted on the internet trying to be scary. Uh-huh. And a lot of them they haven't read before, all mine I haven't read before, and they try to act them out and read them at the same time so it comes out super shitty. Yeah. And uh yeah, they make fun of them. So I thought that would be a good idea. Again, shout out to Last Podcast on the West for the original idea i assume i don't know if they came up with it originally it's where i heard it originally but yeah it's original uh, to you yeah so i thought that'd be a good idea for a holiday or a halloween episode oh yeah plus i want to see uh john's acting chops as he tries to act these out with the yeah. theater of the mind oh yeah and i got the uh sound bites to go along with your your acting yes I have yes. to keep that in mind. Sound yep. bites. Not Kimberly in the back. Mm -mm. All right. <laughs> so you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I've got my list here and I'll just pick this one. And wait. All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This one's called Home Alone. Kevin McAllister was super excited to go <laughs> on a trip to Paris with his family. <laughs> Kidding. That's not the story. All right. <clears throat> you are home alone. And you hear on the news about the profile of a murderer who is on the loose. You look out the sliding glass door to your backyard. You notice a man standing out in the snow. He fits the profile of the murderer exactly and is smiling at you. You gulp, picking up the phone to your right, dialing 911. You look back out the glass as you pass the phone to your ear and notice he is much closer to you now. You then drop the phone in shock. <laughs> there is no footprints in the snow. It's a reflection. Is that it? Yeah. That's, that's he so wasn't dumb. outside. He was inside. <laughs> that's so dumb. He was he wasn't outside. He was inside. Because there's no footprints in the snow. Oh. It was the reflection in the glass. You get it? I, I get it, but man, that is corny as crap. <laughs> and someone took the time to write this and post this on the internet. Facts. Uh, 
what did you ever watch that movie where there's this uh the deaf girl like lives out in the woods i think it's hush no i can't say half. oh yeah but there's this deaf girl that lives out in the woods and like some guy who's a sketchy guy like breaks his car breaks down and then he like goes up to her house and knocks on the door and realizes she's deaf and can't talk and just starts to fuck with her She's deaf and can't talk. Yeah. So it's Helen Keller? No. Because Helen Keller was blind too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Helen Keller versus Werewolves? Well, like a movie? Yeah. No, I have not seen that. It's an American classic. I highly doubt that. No, it's, it is. Okay. I'll have to take your word on it. Did you see that on Shudder? No, actually, that is a Ross Patterson movie. Those that don't know who Ross Patterson is, he's part of the like BRCC team, the Matt Best guys. Oh, those guys. So so, yeah. Oh no, I think I'm. I may have watched it at your apartment in San Diego, but we got pretty house that night. We would never do such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> we are always responsible adults. Yes. <laughs> All right, so let's hear your exciting. All right. Mine's called The Cat Scratching at My Door. All right, so I don't have those sweet sound effects you do, so I'm just going to do it by mouth. Which like you do I a lot of things. Which I generally do anyways in yes. power or extra scratch. Yes, but this is a cat, the cat scratching at my door, not to be confused with cat scratch fever. Funny story about that. Okay, let's hear it. Cat scratch fever is actually not, is a real thing, A, and is not caused by a cat scratch. It's actually caused by their bite because the mouth of a cat, unlike a dog, has so much bacteria in it that they easily get infected, gangrenous, so on and so forth. So that is what cat scratch fever is, is actually from a cat's bite. So what the heck was Ted talking about then? It's Ted Nugent. Does Ted Nugent know what Ted Nugent is talking about? I mean, who knows, man? I'd still love to hang out with that guy, though. Oh, 100%. Oh, fuck yeah. All right, right. cat scratch fever, go. No. Cat scratching at the door. Cat scratching at the what? My door. Okay. Fever at the door, go. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought a childish prank would save me and my brother's life. It began in late September. My family cat had passed from old age a few weeks prior. I missed her terribly and assumed the strange things that began to happen were just echoes of my grief. When she was still alive, she used to scratch at my door until I let her into my room. And And she used to crawl space as her own little home, sometimes hiding away for most of the day until pushing the door open in the middle of the night. I had gotten so used to that, I was no longer startled by the tapping of little paws upstairs and the sound of little doors creeping open. So used, <laughs> so used to it in the fact that when those same things happened after her death, it took me a while to notice. When I finally did notice, the sounds gave me a strange feeling of unease but familiarity i told myself it was just the creaking of an old house but part of me wanted to believe that she was still here in some capacity one night in october i was awoken by scratching at my door and the faint meow it only lasted (laughs) it only lasted a few seconds but i heard it clearly i thought it was a dream i had to it had to have been after all she was gone but then it kept happening. Every night at 1.46 a.m., I would hear scratching at my door and the cries of a cat who was long dead. I told no one of it because it frightened me. I didn't want to lose what I had left of my dear cat. The scratching stayed until the same, the same until the night of October 21st when it became harder to ignore. Everything was normal that night. My parents had gone out for the night. My brother was sleeping downstairs. I watched YouTube. I'm sure he did until I fell asleep with the glow of my laptop still on my face. When I heard the scratching, I wasn't even scared. It felt like any other night until it didn't stop. The scratching only grew more frantic and the crying grew in volume with each swipe of its claw. 
I've never heard my cat act like this, even when she was alive. I quickly sat up in my bed and checked the time, 1.46 a.m., like always. The scratching got even worse. It sounded like she could tear through the door at any moment. I got up from my bed and slowly cracked open the door. My heart was racing. I had no idea what I would see behind the door, but I had to open it. I opened the door only a crack, and suddenly it pushed open. However, there was nothing behind the door, and I felt a strange presence, like something came into the room. But I didn't know what else to do except try to go back to bed and fall asleep. The next few nights were the same. The scratching was almost deafening until I opened up my door to let no one inside. It was creepy but comforting. Every time I opened the door, it was like my cat came to visit me from beyond the grave. The last night I felt her presence was a night I will never forget. To this day, it's the most horrifying night of my life. It was Halloween night. I had just come home early from a party so I could stay with my brother for the night as my parents were out of town. We watched, watched and made fun of Halloween movies from our childhood until midnight. I thought it would be funny to scare him with the scratching and meowing, so I told him to sleep in my room that night. I never thought a childish prank would save me and my brother's life. I got in bed, and he got in the sleeping bag beside me. He fell asleep almost immediately while I could barely barely sleep from anticipation. Suddenly, my window flooded with light. I assumed it was my parents coming back early from their trip, but something felt off. The clock struck 146. Instead of scratching or meowing, the little door to the crawl space flung open. A dark figure rushed out and jumped right at me. I let out a scream, waking my brother beside me. A dark figure went through my chest and disappeared behind me. I was left hyperventilating and holding my hand to my chest. This wasn't a visit. It was a warning. I heard what sounded like someone trying to get inside the house without hesitation. I grabbed my brother and told him to go into the crawl space. He was groggy and disoriented, but did what I said. And I followed behind him and moved the chair in front of the little door before closing it and told him to be completely silent. We heard a big crash and then footsteps downstairs. Someone had broken through the window. I heard a stranger open all the doors and push things over. I felt my face go white as I heard the stranger start to come upstairs. I held my hand over my brother's mouth and began to pray in my head. The the stranger was at the door. My heart was pounding. He flung the door open and entered the room. I could hear him flip over my bed and knock over my nightstand. I thought we were going to die. My brother was silently texting the police. All I could do was stare at the door, knowing it would open at any second. The stranger pushed over the chair in front of the crawl space. The only thing left between me and the intruder was my little door. My brother and I grabbed the handle and held it shut. Then I heard the hiss and growl of a cat. It felt like it was right behind us. Finally, the intruder tried to open the door. We held it shut for as long as we could until the stranger flung it open with one great pull. Before I could even get a good look at him, the dark figure leaped out from behind us and pounced on his face. It happened so quickly you could only see the flicks of blood flying around. He fell to the ground, crying out, holding his mangled face, and the dark figure ran into the shadows. And my brother and I ran out the door down the stairs. We screamed out for help until the, uh, in the cold until the neighbors came outside to see what was wrong. The police arrived a short time after. It turns out the stranger was a drug-addicted ex-convict breaking into people's homes all around the area looking for cash. They found him screaming in pain, covering his hollow-out eyes, and the police also found a knife beside him that had taken from our kitchen. My brother and I were standing out in the cold in the faint green glow of my cat's eyes in my bedroom window. That was the last time I ever saw my family cat. What prank did he pull? Yeah, there was no prank there that the intro had nothing to do with the rest of the story. No. Hey, you know what really upsets me about that story? What's that? He's, ta- he's talking about all the things that his cat used to do, but he never mentioned the once how his entire house smelled like cat shit because you have a cat that shits in a box in your house. <laughs> I don't give a shit how cool your cat is. You still have a box of shit in your house, and your house smells like cat shit. No, I mean... When I had my cat, I did, didn't smell bad. Because you were used to it. I mean, maybe. You never had a cat? Uh, I lived with people that had cats. And it smelled like shit the entire time? Yes. Fucking hate cats. I mean, they probably hate you too. That's true. That is, that is true. Eh, that nah, actually was well written, other than the fact that the intro had nothing to do with the rest of the story. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be. I thought the cat was gonna be some type of demon cat, not save his life. I think that would have been a better way to go. Yeah, 
but yeah, that one wasn't too bad. I I don't know why the person looking for cash was like grabbing knives and looking for these kids. Yeah, There's a lot would, of plot holes in this one. There are. Like if I was if I was a drug addict, I would not go to a kid's bedroom to find cash, nor would I try to murder anybody if I was just looking for cash. Yeah, yeah. Fucking amateur writing. Did not do their research. No. All right. This is just the next one. <clears throat> this one's called <laughs> The Photographs. I'm scared. Uh, you should be. I think. I don't know. I haven't read this one yet. A few months ago, a friend of mine who is an up-and-coming nature photographer, probably a fucking vegan, too, because that's... Ugh. what the fuck <laughs> decided to spend a day and night alone in the woods outside of our town she wanted to get photos I think that's the sound vegans make when they shit <laughs> she wanted to get photos of the woods and wildlife as naturally as she could for her portfolio slash only friends she wasn't afraid of being alone, as she had camped by herself many times before. I'm sure she did. Yeah, that's what I always told my girlfriend, too. I'm going camping. Yeah. <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, here we go. <clears throat> yeah, fail. <laughs> she set up a tent in the middle of a small clearing and spent the day taking pictures. Congrats to her. She set up her own tent. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on the kind of tent, that could be quite an accomplishment. She set up, uh, she filled up four rolls of film on that trip, but something was strange about them. What she saw in those pictures has stayed with her forever. Since. Well, yeah, they're pictures. You can keep them. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> She put them in a binder and never <laughs> thought about it. Again. <laughs> Stay with her ever since. And she is still trying to recover from the trauma they have caused. Almost every picture was accounted for, save for one picture in each roll of film. These pictures were of her asleep in her tent to the middle of the night. Yes. Oh shit! No, that was a text message from my ex. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty lame. That one was. That was uh, it. That was it. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. She she had a lovely weekend camping. She took pictures, and um, someone took a picture of her sleeping in her tent. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that one was... Uh, I apologize for that one. Oh, it was terrible. Well, that one was terrible. It was well-written, though. It was. What, that one sentence? They're probably the one sentence I made up. Yeah. <laughs> the one sentence you ad-libbed was very well-written. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, what do you got, man? Okay. They came in the day. But good for them. I come all the time. <laughs> It was daylight when they came. It was strange. Hey, that's, that's by definition, <laughs> that is exactly what the title is. Nightmares normally occur right, in the night. dark. <laughs> but they came in the day. It was warm. <laughs> it was well, early. When, they came... <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. So during the day, they're coming. <laughs> At night, they have nightmares. And when they're coming, it's warm. Right? Only in the day. Only in the was, day. Okay. And it was early October. Okay. Okay. Just want to make sure. <laughs> the ground was littered with leaves. It was just past lunchtime when they came. <laughs> Little bathroom bread, you know, <laughs> just relieving some stress from work, school. I don't know how these old these folks are. Uh, Eddie was Eddie was the gas station at the edge of town. It was the only station that didn't belong to a chain. Eddie was long dead. His great-grandson, Carl, 
was the current owner of the place. Carl was 48, bald and pathetic. His face was in a perpetual state of discomfort. He acted as a gatekeeper of the town of Dolphin. The town's a, name is Dolphin? Yeah. <laughs> no, D-A-U-P-H-I-N. Oh. So, was, so <laughs> someone really liked dolphins that named the town and just couldn't spell worth a shit. I mean, maybe. Maybe they're French. Okay. <laughs> maybe it's Dolphine. Ooh. Fancy. Yeah. He was the first thing one saw when they arrived and the last thing they saw when they left. He had a face ripped off when they came. Wait, what? Oh, no. He had his face ripped off the day they came. Oh. So when they came, they ripped his face off. They came on a Saturday. <laughs> Not on his face? <laughs> <laughs> she was skipping. He walked beside her with his head bowed low. He wore a black hat. His face could not be made out under the hat. His hair was long, black, and greasy. She was wearing a pink tutu and looked like a child. Did you dye your hair recently? And That could be black. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. I came in the day. <laughs> half of her face was skeletal. The other half of her face was freckled and cheerful. Her hair was red and tied into pigtails, and both her irises were completely black. She was humming as she skipped. Carl watched them walking down the dirt path. He walked outside to get a look at the newcomers. He liked to be in the know of each person in Dolphin or Dolphine. As they walked along the path, he stood in the lot to the right. She immediately diverted from the main road and charged at him. She laughed hysterically when he screamed. He fell to the ground and she pounced on top of him and he came. I mean, no. <laughs> wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So this little dead <laughs> zombie girl jumps on this guy and he comes. No, she used her teeth to rip his skin right from the right side of his jaw to the left corner of his forehead. He died from shock or pain or something like that. The man walked over to them. He took his hat off and pressed it to his chest. Then he bent down and ripped meat from Carl's torso. I watched all of this from the Lawson's home at the edge of town. The Lawson's house was across the gas station. Their backs were to me as they feasted in the daylight, and the sky was blue and cloudless, and wind swept rocks into the air. My wife joined me at the window, and we had both been enjoying our food before this happened. She looked scared. We'd recently arrived in town. I didn't know what to say. It had been so long since we found somewhere to settle. We couldn't believe something like this had occurred. She gave me a nervous glance, but didn't speak. Don't worry, Lisa. We'll be okay in the night, I said. I didn't know if this was true, but it was the only thing I could think to say. Because they only come during the day. Yeah. By the time Carl was found dead, <laughs> the girl and the man had killed three others. They committed these murders on the same day. They walked into Polly's diner and opened the throat of the host who greeted them. The patrons fled the scene, but the girl and the man... Do I have to make a joke about no. opening the throat when it, they're talking about coming in the day? No. Okay. He grabbed her waitress who flung herself over the counter and she ran outside and bit the neck of Norman Riley, the town chiropractor. Well, I mean, at least he knows what to do. <laughs> I heard Alice Creeley next door screaming her face off about the incident. She was urging her girlfriend to pack up her things. An emergency alert was sent out and the mini left the town. Upon leaving, Carl was a difficult sight to miss. I assured my wife that we'd be okay. I felt that we would be safe at night. After all, they came in the day. Uh. That, <laughs> that night, Lisa and I went to the Kowalskis. Was this a monster's reference? Uh, for something to eat. When we got there, I told her it was a good sign that things were quiet. Unfortunately, the Kowalskis seemed to have left Dolphin. Our earlier plans had been disrupted by the new arrivals. We decided to stay the night at the Kowalskis' home in hope of getting a better view of Dolphin's new residence from the town center. We sat until morning. There wasn't a stir in the night. I awoke midday to the sound of rain. A small voice sang, I could hear her from the open window in the living room. She was splashing around in the rain. She was singing. It's raining. It's pouring. The old man is snoring. 
he bumped his head on top of bed and couldn't get up in the morning. She was laughing while she sang. I looked out the window and saw her pink tutu against the gray dark sky. She was waving her arm around that she had torn off of someone. What if everyone is gone? Lisa asked me. And then we'll go too, I assured her. The town sheriff and a few of his deputies decided to confront the man and the girl. That went very poorly for him. The sheriff shot himself before the girl could kill him. At one point, it seemed that one of the deputies might make it to the Kowalski's home, but the man dragged him back from the porch and he was screaming. The man revealed sharp claws and used them to penetrate the deputy's back. I feel as though this writer is just like, what else can I add in here? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> just, it gets better. Oh, ooh, oh, okay. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, so he penetrated the deputy's back and he and dug his in, fingers and came in, and the, came in the day. <laughs> he dug his fingers into his back and pulled out the police officer's heart. He kept his head bowed as he ate it. I mean, you could just so much so impose different words in here. Um, we watched this at my front door. <laughs> Whoever wrote this watches a lot of porn. <laughs> yes. I watched this at my front door. My wife was sleeping. The girl walked up the footpath to where the deputy lay. She began to drink from a hole in his chest. When she stood up, blood dripping down her chin, she looked up at the house. I thought she saw me. She tilted her head to the right as she squinted in my direction. She almost ascended the wooden staircase until a hiss resounded behind her. The man beckoned her over to him. She threw her arms up sulkily, but turned to follow him. When the night came, Lisa and I began to walk through town. Our footsteps crunched loudly oh around the road. I'm so confused right now. So they're coming in the days. The night is just coming. Like, throats are getting widened. People are getting penetrated. Yeah, like, okay, continue. <laughs> there was no light in Dolphin. <laughs> the silence was unlike any I'd heard before. Even the trees seemed to hold their breath. We looked for any sign of life. Although I wouldn't reveal it to my wife, our situation was looking dire. The stars in the sky served as our only company. Lisa placed her head on my shoulder as we walked. I kept surveying the area, hoping to find some movement in the darkness. I kissed her head, hoping to relieve some anxiety. It wasn't until we passed Lori's diner I noticed a sudden movement. To the left of me, blinds seemed to sway. I signaled over to the diner with a nod of my head. We walked over to the glass front door. I pulled the handle, but it wouldn't budge. I knocked. Nothing. I knocked again. Shh, I heard from inside. Please, I called, banging on the door. Please let us in. Although there was no response, I kept banging my fist against the door. I figured the inhabitants would grow fearful of making a scene. This proved to be a reasonable idea as the blinds flew upwards. Go away, a chubby middle-aged man whispered behind the glass door. Then in desperation, please, please let us in, I responded. Please let us come inside. A man looked at me Which for a I long said while. To every single one of my girlfriends. <laughs> the man looked at me for a long while. Then he looked at Lisa. He turned from us and looked behind him. A woman with gray hair shook her head the moment his eyes fell on her. He turned back to us and shook his head. Please, sir, Lisa said. Oh, please, sir, Lisa said. We're scared. He seemed like he might relent. He looked back at the woman behind him. There were other shadows peering out from behind her, sitting up in the booth of the diner. Although she didn't move, there were nods in the background. He turned back to us and signaled. All right, he said. All right. And then he unlocked the door. When he opened the door, we stood staring at one another for a moment. I nodded my thanks. My wife held my hand. We stood looking at each other for almost a minute. He seemed confused, turning back to the other people in the diner and said, come in. I smiled then and said, thank you, sir. We stepped inside. I began to count the number of people who had taken refuge in the diner. There was an elderly couple, a family of five, a chubby cook. The family, coincidentally, were the Kowalskis. Why is he fat shaming him? What, what does it matter if the cook's chubby or not? I don't know. It's just trying to be descriptive. I, no one else is getting described except for the fat-ass cook. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Dolphin often gave one the impression that the world was tiny. I smiled at, e per at each person. My relief was unfathomable. We'll be all right tonight, I told Lisa. Then tomorrow, we'll set off for somewhere new. Her fangs were already protruding from her gums. 
Wonderful, she responded. Lisa pulled the elderly woman close and sunk her teeth into her throat. The old man, presumably her husband, began to scream. The Kowalskis followed suit. All of them ran for the door, but I was there in a flash and locked it and turned to them. They ran to the other end of the diner, cowering in fear. The chubby cook hid behind the counter as I descended Again, this chubby on him, fucking cook. first opening his throat with my teeth. Ah! It so came there. in the day. Well, I gotta say, could you next time you read a story, let you need to not be so perverted, <laughs> be yeah, more I just, mature, and uh, I picked one that sounded good. <laughs> uh, it, that thing went everywhere, man. That thing went everything. It, it, apparently, it, in the end, they were part of the killers. Yeah. They were, it, com- they were coming in the day and penetrating. Yeah. Now, do they come in the day prior to penetrating, or do they penetrate then come? I think they come and then penetrate. Mm. It's an awkward sequence of events. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that happens. I mean, you can't control when it happens. I, I mean, it's never happened to me, but I mean, for some, I mean, it, may it, never happen, happen. it happens to a lot of people, uh, John, and uh, you shouldn't be ashamed of it. I'm not. <laughs> All right. You know, some people have delayed ejaculation. And that's facts. a real thing. Facts. True facts. Why, why are you looking so creepy right now? Because I feel like you're speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this will be the last one. All right, this one's called Friends. Also right. a good TV show. It's got a good plot. I like the people. Very relatable. I Really? Very relatable? Yeah, why not? I want to know how much that fucking coffee shop pays where they can all work there and afford that place. They don't all work there. Just uh, the crazy lady did. Uh, what's her face? Phoebe. Yeah, Rachel Phoebe. did. For a little bit. I don't know. You've got an actor next door who had a way smaller apartment. Look, man, I don't write it, okay? It just happens that way. I'm, I'm just saying. And all those people were pieces of shit anyways. Okay. They're all cheating on each other and just crybabies. Not was, a good show. It was the 90s. You want to talk about a good show from the 90s? Seinfeld. It at least knew what it was bringing to the table. Oh, yeah. No, Seinfeld was great. I started rewatching that on... Netflix the other day. I should rewatch that. That and dinosaurs. I watched dinosaurs. I've been not the that. mama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the mama. <laughs> that one was a good one. That is a great one. It, it, for all those listeners out there that have not watched that show in a while or have never seen that show, check that shit out. It is genius. All right. <clears throat> Special guest. And my daughter came in. Hi, Rosie. All right, we're good. Yeah. No. All right. Friends. Two friends. Mike and Jim were hanging out at Jim's house one day. Mike got up to use the bathroom. While he was gone, Jim heard a loud crash of breaking glass from inside the bathroom. I guess I should pay attention to punctuation. Yeah, that's always a plus. Mike got up to use the bathroom. While period. he was gone, <laughs> period. While he was gone, Jim heard a loud crash of. While he was gone, Jim heard a loud crash of breaking glass from inside the bathroom. He asked Mike what had happened and heard him, heard him friends, not lying, actual words. <laughs> heard him friends voice reply. Heard his friends voice reply. No, it says heard him friends. All right, man, the M and the S are not even close, but you know what they're talking about. I know, but I'm reading it verbatim. All right, continue. So I have a feeling this is going to go super awesome if he does not know the difference between <laughs> him and her and his. and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> heard him friends voice reply. Nothing. I'm fine. When Mike came out of the bathroom, he told Jim he had to leave. As he was leaving, Jim noticed something strange. 
Wait, why did if he heard glass breaking, why did he not look in the bathroom to be like, wait, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the lettering on Mike's shirts appeared to be written backwards. Thinking Ooh, nothing ha, of ha, it. Ha, ha. I have a feeling it's like a mirror. Or he just took mirror his shirt dimension. off. Maybe maybe he went to go poop and then put his shirt on inside out. And now the letters were backwards. Do you often take your shirt off when you shit? No, but my oldest son Leo gets naked and shits naked. Hey, two weeks around. Yeah. I'm thinking mirror division. Mirror. Maybe. Yeah. Mirror dimension. Uh, thinking nothing of it, Jim walked to the bathroom to see what caused the loud crash. When he opened the door, his blood froze. Lying on the floor was Mike's dead body, covered in blood and broken glass. Again, should probably yeah. pay attention to punctuation. Yeah, punctuation. In the bathroom, in the bathroom mirror was a gaping hole as if something had jumped out. Spooky. I, I called it halfway yeah. through the story. Pretty basic. I knew it was going to be bad when heard him friends. Yeah. Out. Mm. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Hey, we all can't be winners like when you come in the day. Yeah. That was a good I mean, one. anytime you come in the day, it's a winning <laughs> moment, but oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. That was fun though. I enjoyed that. Yeah, no, I again thank you. Last podcast on the left. Yeah, uh, for giving us the inspiration to do this. Yes, and I hope everyone has a happy and safe Halloween and yeah. it's full of terrors and ghouls and, and goblins. Witches and goblins and yeah, Ooh, that's what fun. we should have gotten into. I mean, it's we still like, can. I mean, not right now, but right. follow up. But like doing like talking about witches, like the old witch tests and whatnot. Oh yeah, no, that was definitely interesting yeah we should go into that and if anyone has an idea of what topic they want us to go into we are an expert in nothing but uh, a master in everything yeah exactly yeah. so and if you do want to you can uh email us at idiotfriendspc at gmail.com and find us on facebook or instagram at idiot friends podcast Yeah. Until next time. Have a spooky time. <laughs> All right, man. I'll see you later. All right, brother. I love you. Love you too, man. Bye.